Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. You're listening to the Come On Red Men podcast. To my right is Neil, to his right is Tom, and I'm your third chair, Nick. Boys, my voice is a little hoarse Pony. because we had a lot of yelling at the end of our match today in our barely 2-1 victory over Newcastle. Pause for applause. <laughs> it's been a good start to the season so far um sure what a game what thank you, a game Neil. thank you what a game football is um just everything in that match football um, is life <laughs> football is life absolutely just i i, I don't know i i practice what i was saying here so many times but none of it's coming out right just <laughs> just freaking amazing game um trent described it a game of the ages um you would know i you did ask enough you them. did ask for a back and forth style oh game gosh. from the like early 90s yeah it was and it kind of was, was crazy. that but kind of wasn't at the same time but it i just i don't know it had me. it had moments of sheer like glory look at anthony for Newcastle, he was on yeah, fire. Was I know, fucking Evertonian bastard. Not only that, but he, he instigated Trent early on. Yeah. And, uh, Trent's well, petulant. Tr- you can Trent's take the player out of Everton. You can't take the Everton oh, out of the player. My God, was yeah. the ball too quick to Trent, or was Trent too slow terrible to react? Terrible pass by Salah and yeah. terrible reactions by Salah. Uh, by Trent. Trent. Right. Mistakes from both of them. Um, I know we're going to get to it later. Salah, to me, was mediocre again. Gakpo was non-existent. Trent's defense was, was atrocious. Riding Endo passenger. was slow. Allison is a keeper just beyond anybody else. Some fantastic mm-hmm. saves. Um, Klopp was slow with his substitutions, but when he made him, oh boy, what an impact. Uh, Nunez was freaking clinical. I uh, just, uh, just... Boy wonder, maybe? Uh, I, I don't know. Just amazing uh, Today game. made him a man wonder. Yeah. Man <laughs> wonder. Freaking amazing game. Yeah. You became Nightwing. <laughs> exactly. From Robin to Nightwing. So you touched on a little bit of everything. I know at the start oh, of the I'm game. So excited. By the by the time so we'll get into this too, you but Verge being sent off. Cheshire cat was, over there. I was sitting there and I was going, Game's gone. And by the Absolutely. end of by the end of the game, I was like, Game's back. Um uh, we'll get to a uh, uh, team predictions for next week, um either later in this episode or next episode, but um but team predictions for next week. Uh, I'm starting with ten. Just to let you know because uh, <laughs> because we, we play, we better. play <laughs> way better with ten men. Um, it was it was just completely different. And then Phenomenal. oh my god, I go on about Eddie Howe and what a manager he is. Um, what a f up he made today. He made the substitutions and completely changed the balance of the game. He took Gordon off mm. and. Um, Without Gordon terrorizing the left flank, it was uh, or our right side. It was. Uh, it, it looked like we were more likely to score, and we did. Um, but they did have some late chances that would uh, leave some residue in your underpants. Uh, but we had we had late <laughs> chances though too. Yeah. We could we could have scored more. Oh, I know that, but I oh, mean, yeah. like uh, Darwin makes that run up and then loses the ball, and their quick attack. Agreed. We could have been. And that would have been a different game. It would have been 2-2 at that I point. I like my narrative better at this oh, point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could pick apart all the shots that were or weren't made, but let's actually talk about... But that's um, what makes a game, is that the, the, the 
oh my gosh we missed a chance oh my gosh they missed a chance and and yeah. off the bar near the end too oh like, yeah so we had uh heart throbbing stuff oh god heart stopping for sure i turned to one of our buddies at the pub today and i was like this is going to be a heart attack game isn't it and boy was it ever but these new castle games always seem to go this yeah. way uh at least in recent memory um so let's start first with the trent yellow card I, that's going to be a yeah, that's great we can start there but newcastle blew it yes yes okay. newcastle it, yeah <laughs> bottle merchants bottle merchants that's exactly. right so trent takes an errant pass from Salah. Or is chasing one down? Is that it, it reminds me of the sequence? No, so um, the yellow was when he threw the ball out. So what happened? He was, the, the but yellow, what led up yellow, to that? Wasn't it? Yeah, the goal first. Oh, no, I think he got the yellow first. Then he got. Then they scored. Then yeah, the, I think um, the goal came later. Then he had the dodgy um, situation with yeah. Anthony. Okay, yeah. So Salah had the ball in midfield. Not a lot of options around him. Had his back to the goal. He was deep in a Liverpool's half, and he just passed the ball back to Trent. Passed it with too much pace and too much to the right of him. And, um, you know, Trent looked to his left as the ball went past him. He just didn't stick his leg out and stop it. And they were through. It was, you know, comedy of errors between Salah and Trent, to be honest. Um, yeah, that was all on Trent. And then later on in the match, or I, I don't remember what came first, uh, Trent's booking or, or the goal. But either way. Well, Gordon was roughing the crap out of Trent. Yes. And he pushed him as Trent, as Trent and Gordon went for the ball. Gordon put his hands on Trent. Mm -hmm. He shoved nothing. Him. He shoved him, yeah, but nothing terrible. But Trent perhaps made a little more of it. He kind of slid on his ass, slid down the the like artificial grass that's at the side yeah. of, the, of the field. I the don't ball think happened to be there. He grabbed the ball, and as he's sliding on his ass, he threw the ball back onto the field. The rule this year is you can't throw the ball away. He threw the ball away. He got a yellow. Then, then they scored, I think it was, and yeah. then... Two minutes later, a breakaway. Gordon's past Trent for pace on the left, and Trent just stiff arms him across the throat. A definite yellow. Yeah, yeah, Close probably. Line. Yeah, but definite here's the yellow. the way I saw it. I I should have been off. I well, sure, but I think I actually missed that. So Gordon Gordon shoved him in the back a lot harder than I think you're making it on. Like he he really he bowled him over and yeah Trent he turned around halfway falling and that's why he slid on his back I don't think he was making a meal out of it Trent's never been that kind of a player and it didn't seem like that's what he was doing no, I, I hear he didn't make so much of a so meal it of it should have been a foul on Gordon it should have been and he, pro he might have got the foul if he hadn't thrown the ball away. which was my point yeah, yeah. exactly so it, he kind of he screwed it up he had a bad attitude about the situation yeah. instead of just letting it play out yeah it was petulance yes yes very much so. And then, you know, Trent was completely at fault for Gordon's goal. And then you're right. He probably should have gotten a second yellow. And he got that stiff warning from the referee, basically telling him, like, hey, buddy, your night could be over right it, now. It should be over. I'm basically keeping you on the field because the throwing the ball away incident wasn't the worst I've ever seen. And last yeah. year, it wouldn't have been a, a, a card at all. Yeah, yeah. But just like the, the, the booking he got a couple of games ago when he was holding on to the ball for too long, waiting yeah. for the team to get set. But he's already had that kind of warning about what the rules are this year, about time-wasting. He's young. The ball. He's hot-headed. He's been in the league too long. Yeah. But yeah. this isn't... At this point, wait, he's been in the league since, what, 2017? When you're on the field, yeah. you're hearing whispers in your ear. They're winding you up. That's yeah. what's happening, get and he got wound up. Yeah, but he got wound up. He got don't someone got in his head. Yeah, 
yeah. and you know and you know Newcastle this is the game they play they they play shit house football yeah. that's it that's what it's been for three years now and it's probably going to continue that way so you got to know that going in same thing with United same thing with Everton you know these teams are going to try to get under our skin so you got to be prepared for that and have a little more mental resolve yeah I suppose agreed, agreed. and for a guy like Trent who's been in the team for as long as he uh, is he has captained the team yeah I mean did he take the ban for Verge? When Verge came I don't up? know who took the ban, actually. Um, it would be Robbo, right? It might have been Robbo. It might have been Salah. I don't know. I'll have to check in a minute. Yeah, I didn't notice. Um, so speaking of Verge, let's get to his straight red. For me, it was the right decision. He went through the man to get to the ball. He did get the ball, but he went through the man. Um, in, the, in the slow mo, people... you can see him standing on his foot. His dragon foot. Like, it... Mm. I don't know. Several people thought it was soft. Um, I didn't. I'm inclined to no, think it's soft. It he, shouldn't have been a straight like, red. Isaac was on goal. He, he would have been up for a goal. Well, interestingly enough, there's people saying there wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity because it hadn't developed yet. You denying the possibility of a goal-scoring opportunity existing? Or did you deny a goal-scoring opportunity? There's a difference. Um, you know, A couple of the no, journalists that. have pointed that out. Um, and then some uh, one of the guys at the pub sent me a, a text that said, unless, unless you know, according to the rule this year, unless it's a clear in the act of shooting and you and it's a deliberate foul, if you're in the act of shooting and it's a deliberate foul, then it's a straight red. But otherwise, it's a yellow. By that ruling, it was not a deliberate foul. As long as you go for the ball, it's just a yellow. Yeah. According to that rule snippet that I was sent, um, I reluctantly uh, could go as far as saying it's a yellow. But on the field, to me, it looked like a red. Mm. So I'm thinking kind of the same way with this one as I did with McAllister's last week, and that's that if he had gotten a yellow, fair play. You know, it was reckless. I don't think it was on purpose, and I think Isak maybe sold it a little bit. But at the same time, it you know, you saw how far back the free kick was taken. He yeah. wasn't even in the box. It, it wasn't. So here's the here's the ruling according to the uh, the. Uh... It's not the actual rule, but it's a paraphrased journalistic version of the rule. Yeah, so, go on. So, denying a scoring opportunity from this season, only intentional fouls in the penalty box on a player through on goal will be punished with a red card. If it is deemed that a genuine attempt is made to play the ball, then the punishment will only be a yellow card. I could argue that this one isn't relevant because it wasn't in the penalty area. Yeah. Uh, this rule here that was sent to me is more about the penalty would have been given and only a yellow card and it would have been a sending off. But it wasn't a penalty because it's outside the box. That's why it was a red card. So, mm. um, but, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was the right decision. And I, I have this later on in our agenda for the episode today and that's that we're seeing more red cards in the last three games of the season than I think. Looks like we have that segment now. Uh, we do. <laughs> we can because now, I mean, I know McAllister got his rescinded, mm -hmm. which was the right call. Yeah. It's not going to happen again, no matter how so. I'm I'm kind of on the fence between. I I really don't think it should have been a straight red. I I today. Yeah, no. I definitely don't think so. I, I agree I, with the ref actually for this one. A yellow card. I I would have probably yelled at the TV and said, "Isaac, stay on your feet." You. you oh, know, he didn't. He didn't. He I would have said this at the pub and then looked back later and gone, yeah, I was a yellow. But a straight red, that's... There was a couple of neutral fans at the pub and they thought it was a, a solid red too. And a, you know, w There's always a little bit of passion and uh, influence um, with your fan base. Sure. But 
I thought that I, was pretty telling. I, I stand by by it probably. I, th- I thought it was too harsh a penalty, especially when you see how Bullshit. Newcastle plays. And there was – I don't even th- – they, they didn't get booked at all for any of the bullshit they pulled the whole game. I mean, Yeah, I thought on. Joe Linton should have had a yellow. Um, he might have got one in the end, but he, he deserved one earlier. He was um, – A friend of mine put up on Facebook, how, how many stamps does he need to get before he gets a yellow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, okay, we're calling Verges a red. Okay, then Newcastle are owed a lot of yellows. And who knows? There could have been two yellows. I know it doesn't make any difference, but it was at St. James's Park. Uh, Yeah, I know. And they were playing (laughs) Liverpool. So Liverpool are are always going to be down in the count from that standpoint. But let's talk about red cards then. We've seen a lot of them this season so far. I think we had three or four last week. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then we had another three this week, I believe. So are we reinforcing or, or enforcing the rules with more vigor or is it just that players are being more reckless and aggressive no it's the first one the referees <laughs> talked about it beforehand the Premier League talked about it they said it's a short-term pain long-term gain the um, players will adapt it's the same thing with the time added on mm-hmm. players won't waste as much time um what, what we had what six minutes today it wasn't bad today but I thought but you look at the other games against you did you see any of the time wasting shysterous um, from Newcastle today, I didn't. Yeah. See, I didn't see as much as not as much. No, but they were still doing it. Because I said a, a number of times, I kept turning in people saying, "Squeaky bum time, here we go." This is yeah. that bullshit that they do. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of it today, to be honest. <clears throat> Nowhere near compared to like Pope lying on the ball in like the eighth minute or something last year. Right, was, right. Like, no, it, it's definitely <laughs> not as bad. But there's some teams that are still doing it. So I think it's good that we're stamping that out. Yeah, it was an interesting, Agreed. an interesting piece I read though that talked. Football needs those resets. It lets people get into their their their, their lines. I don't know. It, the throw-ins have got ridiculous. Had got out of control. People, you know, yeah. running ten yards down the the, the touchline, stopping, taking an taking another to wipe ten, the ball off with their shirt, then throwing the ball to somebody else who takes another ten yards down. So. I haven't seen much of that this year, and I think that's because they've cracked down on stuff. Well, um, Trent got it the first game. Yeah, he got and, the card, and everyone probably looked at that and went, oh, they're, they're not joking. Right, and, but yeah. I saw it in, um, I think it was the, might have been in the Villa game. No, it was in the Arsenal game I was watching, and um, the guy making the throw-in was hurried up to make the throw-in because he was worried about getting the yellow. He ended up throwing it to the opposition. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. It's now. like... If you're if you've got a throw in, get in position and go for the ball. Don't like fart around and for slowly for walk to your position. You get, watch yeah, your so. marker. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, that's why I press X on FIFA. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm happy with the rule change. Happy way it's been enforced. Um, Are we getting but, a little too trigger happy with the red cards? No. Well, we've already seen one get overturned, which is rare. Uh, Forest were very unlucky. Um, I, I didn't see the game, but I heard that their red card was. Um, was a bit of a travesty. Now I might have heard that from somebody who um, hates United as much as I do. So, but <laughs> okay, but um, but yeah, I, and there was a it's the same thing for handball Sheffield United um, early in the season. Yeah, um, earlier in the season we're only three games in, dude. I think it was the first game against City, wasn't it? Uh, Sheffield United, or was it? Yeah, um, yeah, because you they, predicted an that elbow going to win at the, the, the back. Yeah, so so yeah, I think there's. A little bit overzealous, but in general, I agree with the sentiment. And crack down early, we'll um, 
we will um, change as it goes on. So here's my issue. I'm all for enforcing the rules, and I think we've said this on every episode now, but if we're going to crack down on the rules, I'm all for it, but there needs to be consistency. And I think just between Liverpool and Newcastle today, we did not see consistency in where the fouls were given. Regardless of how I feel versus everybody else on the, the, the verge sending off, there's still inconsistency where I think Trent throwing the ball the way he did is poor sportsmanship. And sure, if we're going to book that, then all of the fouls that the Newcastle players, like we said, it, what, who, who did you say, Tom? It was Joe Linton? Yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> how many stamps does he need before he gets his free card? Yeah. Like, yeah. So good. Let's enforce the rules strictly. Let's do a better job about. I'm paraphrasing that. I can't actually remember what he said, but it's something similar. The idea is there. I like it. I like it. I think across all of the games, they are being reasonably consistent. Um, I think they've moved the needle a little bit. Um, I I hear what you're saying today. I thought that Newcastle deserved some cards, and but on the whole, as a whole body of work from the referees this year, um, including the wrong decision on McAllister. you know, I just dislike that it's Howard Wemp in charge got of that. one yellow card in the whole game. I think anyone who watched that game can agree that they, they needed a couple more. Absolutely. And you can take $2 for that one. I don't disagree I with you. I wish we were actually using money when we could buy new equipment. <laughs> you would not be buying. Well, collectively, we'd all be uh, buying new equipment. Yeah. New chairs. <laughs> I vote for new chairs first. <laughs> your chair is shit, by the way. <laughs> So anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the next topic here. Um, let's talk about Allison Becker. You alluded to it. Boy, did he have his work cut out for him today. Yeah. And man, he stepped up big time. He made an incredible save where I think he tipped it. It hit the underside of the bar, came back down, yep. and then he swiped it uh, wide. Yeah. And uh... He had another one that I thought on the first viewing, it looked almost like a bicycle kick to get it out. And it turns out it was his hand. He was just flipping yeah, over. There, there was a few really good... Saves from him today. I mean, my he God. is number one goalkeeper of the world. Yeah, absolutely. After today, he's definitely yeah. shown his real talent. Are we seeing? And we can get into this a little later, but obviously the conversation has always been Becker and Ederson, at yeah. least for the last few years. But it looks like Ederson maybe lost a step. I don't know, man. Like they're, they're giving when you see things like today with Becker, um, it reminds me of Peter Schmeichel back in the day. Yes, um, you know Oliver Kahn. Acts um, of brilliance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate all those players you just named because <laughs> they play for Bayern United. You got it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're still a Barrow fan pissing you, against gonna, the wall. You're going to say Neville Southall next? I'm going to go. What the frick? And now you mentioned Evertonians, but yeah, I felt the same way about him in the day. It's like you just felt they were going to save freaking everything. Yeah, and um, I think that must be what it's like facing Ed, um, Alison Becker awesome. right now. So I think Ali is as good a sweeper as he is a shot stopper, and that's something that you usually see one or the other from a goalkeeper. One's really good at one thing or the other, but never mm. both. You're right. So that's my thoughts on Ali. Anything on that, Neil? Other than Don't tell him. You'd my kiss him. You'd kiss him on the mouth, wouldn't you, Neil? <laughs> no. Oh, I would. I think <laughs> he would drink his man. bath water. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do that. <laughs> I don't want to know what you'd do with this jock. Anyway, <laughs> I think the defense, if we're moving up from Alley, I think the defense held up nicely given what they were all, uh, what, what they were subjected what? to with Verge coming off. Yeah. 
Gomez, he didn't piss me off today. I'm just sorry for Diaz. He was playing a blinder up until that point. He was cutting in. He was doing his thing. He ran into a box a few times. I felt sorry for him coming off because he was playing a really good game up to then. He now, was. We'll get up to the front line in a minute. Um, but, you know, there has to be a sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, But hold on. Let's, let's stick with the defense for a minute here. We've got Matip, who I was kind of nervous about coming in. The draft. He wasn't great, Matip. He wasn't great, but he also... He's the wrong side of authority. That's what's wrong with him. Uh, yes, unfortunately. And he didn't have his Batman because he is Robin for sure, if we're going back I, to that analogy. I think he's actually less than that. I think he's Red Robin. Oh, no. He's not even the boy wonder. <laughs> Uh, without Verge, he always looks a lot worse, but he was serviceable today. I don't have any glaring complaints about him. Uh, same thing with Gomez. Trent had his error, but settled in. And then Rabo had a good game. I know we were a little little rough on him early in the season. He looked, I, he looked Do you know good. what? I really wasn't paying attention to him on this game. Who no. Was that? Rabo. But that's usually for a defensive player. I think yeah. that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it's the fact that he wasn't really noticed. Yeah, yeah, it means he definitely didn't do anything bad, and they mm. only put one past us. So, so Matip wasn't okay. Here we go. Okay, what did you Gather just look at on your phone? Then? No, I just he just wasn't okay. I mean, he was subbed off. We'd already lost Verge. Yeah. Matip was our senior defensive guy, and Klopp felt the need to sub Matip off for Kwanzaa in a game of high tension like that i mean I think that says enough about the fact that it, he wasn't okay um maybe he does need his batman i don't know that it, it, i don't think matt have made any glaring mistakes is all i'm saying okay i mean i mean he didn't make any mistakes that caused a goal like salah that's, and um that's more what and, i mean and trent did but i think he made plenty of mistakes i think plenty of liverpool players made mistakes i mean sure but, I mean, the ones that really have a lasting impact was Trent getting burned by Gordon. It's That's easy to say because it led to a goal. Yes. But, but I that think was the, at the 77th minute, Kwanzaa coming on. Yeah, it's not like yeah. they pulled him off yeah. before the half. Like, I'm more worried why Harvey Elliott came on in the 58th minute for Enzo when he was playing all right. Endo. Endo. Yeah. Damn it. Endo was slow. Endo. Sorry, Endo. Endo was fine. <laughs> he was just slow. Yeah, and Elliot came on to inject pace, and it did inject pace. But we've it, talked about it before—the running around, headless chicken, blind alleys, all the rest of it. But yeah, I've got a good impression. So I've never heard someone sound so negative after such an exciting loss. Who do you like on Liverpool? Exciting loss. He's a Barrow I mean, fan. I mean, one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Becker, he'll. It's not about, he'll look, kiss we, him on the mouth. Away, <laughs> or anywhere else. <laughs> We got away with three points today. It's freaking awesome. I would have been happy with the draw going in. We got a victory, but can we talk we're about talking more now? systematic about what the problems are here. We still Endo is not our solution in midfield. No, no. I don't think anyone um, thought he would. Trent be, is not our solution at right back. Sorry, no. um, Joe Gomez and Joel Matip are not our solution at centre back. I don't think anyone is saying any of these things. So I'm just talking about Gomez this for the future. For the wasn't bad when he came on. He made a couple of errors like everyone else did, but nothing major. Right, and that's what I was saying. I think both Gomez and Matip... He stepped up when he needed. Yeah. With this lineup... And I'm glad Jones didn't come on. With this Sorry. lineup, we're not yes. top four. Currently we are. We're number four. That's true, but I agree. We don't stay at top four. And no one's disagreeing with that. I just think... So who are you going to play? We haven't got anybody else. FSG out. 
Yes. You yes, say it every I think day, every I, day, every day. Well, yeah, I'll keep saying it until I get my way. <laughs> uh, yeah, the rest of the midfield looked good. Endo, yeah, it was slow. But again, I, I, I said this before. I'll say it again. He's a stopgap. He's not the solution. I think we all knew that going in. I don't think anyone's sitting there going, finally, we got Endo. Everything's done. We're, we're good. Yeah, somebody else mentioned, like, how, what's Lavia thinking right now? Can't even get on the bench at Chelsea. I don't know. I don't know why they, they went and bought him. He'll probably panic, just bought him to piss him us off. Panic buy. Yeah. No, they just bought him to piss us off, and they succeeded. Because I'm pissed. Yeah. And that's who they listen to. Tom Bowley listens to the podcast. Knows it would upset me. That's why it happened. <laughs> I finally found an American football podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> Only a third of them are. Uh, how about McAllister and uh, and Sobosly? We didn't keep the ball enough. We were still we were being out muscled in midfield for the whole game. They were all right. <laughs> what he said. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move. What on did you to think, the... Nick? I thought they played well. I thought Sobosly was aggressive. I thought he. I thought he played well. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's difficult to assess. Just just to be clear here, we were playing with with ten minutes. It's more exactly. difficult to keep the ball. And that's kind of where I was going to go with that. It's it. And this is the second game in a row where I'm trying to look at the team and I'm going, but we only had 10 guys out there. I know. So it's tough. I did think that Klopp should have brought Nunes on earlier. I, I think thought he we should have, have changed the Nunes. tactics. I thought, we, you know, I thought we should have gone for more balls over the... I'm not saying long ball here. I'm going to be accused of being a long ball Sam Allardyce guy here, but essentially the two goals came from balls slotted through with Darwin running onto them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, almost identical. Yeah, I thought we should have switched to that kind of That's idea the, earlier. And there was a lot of that when we'd see us get possession in the opponent's half when we had the old Klopp team that that won all the the trophies. Is you would see a lot of that, like kind of putting them through. You'd get the long ball up, but then it was a lot of dinking and dunking yeah. in the opponent's half. And it looks like, especially with Darwin, and so. Let's talk about Darwin. I I thought he was supposed to, uh, or I wanted him to start. Yeah. Um, and I think going forward, he's proven he probably should start. I think he'll start instead the Gapo. I hope so. So, uh, you knew, Newcastle had three substitutions, 72nd minute, and then Darwin came on 77th minute. Yes. So, with Gordon off, they had no real attack going forward. Callum Wilson is wrong side of 30. Yes. And Longstaff is meh. Right. Um, so that's probably why Matip came off at that point because they didn't really have a decent attack, and yes, they had a few chances near the end, but sure. we were we were better going forward when they went. Oh, of course, yeah, but I think. But that's probably why, and I'm just answering his question of why did it wait so long for Nunes to come on. Well, I, again, I think Gakpo riding passenger for what feels like the third week in a row. Was he though? Yeah, he was shit. He made some. He didn't do de- again to my own logic here. He didn't do anything horribly wrong. But when you're in the forward line and you're playing a, an attacking role, you have to do something. And he didn't do. I mean, but who's meant to be passing it to him? I don't know. It should be the midfield, right? Or Salah. Or Salah, right? Right, and Salah is still trying to curl those balls in from the way out there and just watch. Salah was quiet this game. I mean, he's had those games before. I don't I don't really, other than the, the bad pass, I, I don't have much criticism for Salah. Other than I wish he was more involved. Um, Darwin looks fantastic. 
Um, I think that having him come on like that, he came in with a belly full of fire. And it's probably because he's not getting the playing time he wants. So, yeah. I think Jota had his turn at the number nine and hasn't done a whole lot with it. I know he scored a goal, but... He made the pass to Nunes that bounced off that player's back or heel or whatever it was. Yep. It was a bit of luck, but Jota was making the right ideas happen. Sure, sure. And if he comes on for Diaz with Nunes up front, there's just a lot more that I think they can do at the front line. I hope Klopp doesn't fall in love with that lineup. Um, Other than that... We uh, briefly discussed Kwanzaa. Does anyone know anything about Kwanzaa? I saw him a bit in preseason. He looked pretty, I thought pretty capable in preseason, yeah. Um, I thought I, it was, I was a just shocked he came thing. on in, the, in, in this situation today. <laughs> Me too, to be honest with <laughs> you. Ten men like, without your... It'd have been one thing Van Dijk's on the field and Matip started, and then Matip, you know, because Kanate was injured, so Matip goes off and then Kwanzaa comes on to be paired with the captain. Mm-hmm. That would have made sense, but in the, I mean, unless Klopp just stuck to the plan... That, oh, yeah, Matip can't last the whole game. We're going to sub him off at 70 minutes regardless. Yeah. But, jeez. Well, I think needless to but, say, VVD kind of threw a, a monkey wrench into whatever the plan was altogether. What were you going to say? I was going to make a joke. Kwanzaa sounds like a capital of a country or an airline. <laughs> or a holiday. <laughs> uh, I am curious to see how much playing time he's going to get. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of opportunity for him outside of the next couple of weeks with VVD gone, but I guess we'll see. Do we even know what country he's from? Spain. Oh, Kwanzaa's English? Is he? Spanish? I thought it was English. Oh, okay. I might be wrong. Good. good. There's an Um, easy way to find out. There was one last thing I wanted to touch on, and then we can move on to the rest of the fixtures from the week, and that was, did anyone catch... He's English. What's he is that? English, my bad. Yeah, he played for England under-21s. Yeah, there we go. Kwanzaa did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Under-20s, actually. What's uh, Eddie Howe's little lapdog there that keeps getting in trouble for going into the dugout? <laughs> I don't know who he is, but that was a good description of him, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, he shushed Klopp at one point. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I saw a picture. I didn't see it in the game, but uh, after the second goal, Klopp went and shushed him back. <laughs> Did you see it. the that. fourth official or the fifth official or whoever? <laughs> they were in deep t- conversation with Klopp t- for a while. Telling Klopp to sit down. Yeah. Oh, no, I did like, not. was like, sit down. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. And Klopp was like, it. I'm not doing nothing. I'm cool, <laughs> man. I'm cool. <laughs> see you around uh, the back, dude. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Any other thoughts on the game or uh, should we take a quick break? Break. All right. And we're back, listener. Let's take a look at all the other results from the week, starting with the first game of the week, Chelsea and Luton. Okay, I had Luton to win that 1-0. I feel like an idiot, but either way. So it sounded like one last week, too. (laughs) (laughs) 3-0 to Chelsea. Uh, So let's briefly just ask ourselves, is this Chelsea playing well, or is it Luton? It's a mirroring image of last season, where they were playing against... Bigger teams and kind of getting a result or kind of getting a draw, playing against some lower teams, getting a result, and then missing fucking chances and completely losing sometimes. Gotcha. But it's just mirroring exactly last year. So I think they're, they could, if they can, Pochettino can do whatever he d- normally does. But French football is a little different. PSG win all the time over there. Yeah, I mean, we did well at Spurs, though. Yeah. 
did he win anything? Well, he the Audi Cup. Champions he League won the Audi final. Cup. <laughs> Champions League <laughs> final. Where true. They, and, and true. He, and he also where they this, lost. And also to, he, had uh, Levy. he had Levy to deal with as opposed to Bowley. And those are completely different um, situations. Good point. Good point. If Bowley's being hands-off and letting Potch just coach the team. Fine. Yeah. And bringing in talent when he wants it. Which remains to be seen, as we discussed with Lavia. Who's, so, where is Lavia now? On the bench. Not even on the bench. He's, he's at Chelsea, but he didn't even make the bench. Okay. So, what? hold on. I'm going to go back to when Fabinho came to Liverpool. Okay. Same thing. He didn't play for three months. He wasn't even on the bench. That's I a difference. Th- I say three months. There's Where? a difference. Fabinho came from a foreign league and had to get up to speed. This is a guy who was playing day in, day out in the Premier League, Lavia. Yeah, that's a good point. Where did Fabinho come from? I know that's not the point. I'm just... Does anyone remember? Anyway, moving on. I, don't. I, know, um, where so, you, so no, Chelsea, I don't know where he went either. <laughs> Chelsea, to me, remind me of Nottingham Forest last year. Um, in that Forest last year signed 22 players and Cooper had to work out like how to deploy them. And by the way, the players that Forest bought last year were 22 extremely mediocre players. Right. Chelsea have bought, I don't know how many players, but... A lot. A dozen of players. Um, they're all pretty talented. And uh, Pochettino needs to work out which ones he needs, which one he doesn't. There's going to be some outgoings this week um, in, at Chelsea. Um, they've got the talent. Poch, they've got the coach in Poch to organize them. They'll be there or thereabouts. They'll around the top four at the end of the season. I agree at the moment it's chaotic from Chelsea. but We uh, saw that with United there. last year too, and they ended up in... Yeah, Ten Hag got it sorted out. Go on. I know, I'm just saying, I don't know what Ten Hag's doing this year. Yeah. You thought he had it sorted out last year, and I expect him to start the season well. And tripped out of the much. gate yeah. a few times. Um, so you, you have confidence that Potch is going to be able to I do. get it together? Okay. Just like I had confidence in so many of the managers last year, too. Well, I wasn't going to pick on you. I was going <laughs> to leave you alone today. I know you're a little delicate. Graham Potter, he's first. the man. Graham Potter, he can, uh, he can sort out Chelsea. If he had stayed at Brighton, we'd be talking something different, but... Deservey has been phenomenal. So let's jump ahead to that game. Brighton and West Ham, one to three. I didn't see this one coming. I thought Brighton were a shoo-in to win. Oh, Tom no. predicted it correctly. Boom, boom, and boom. my man, James Ward-Prowse, my favorite non-Liverpool player, continues his reign of terror. Is it because he has good free kicks? No, I, I just think he's a really good, complete player. Tactical masterclass from Moyes. Completely. Um, Here he goes. Completely, yeah. This is my latest guy that I'm a... Mm, chocolate ice cream. Uh, I thought you were saying something else. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> um, yeah, he... Uh, I don't know how to, to, to keep talking about Moyes, how much, how much of a man he is. Um, so here's my question. United scum. <laughs> here's my question. Preston North End he was before that. Good old Lancashire boy. Aside from bringing in James Ward-Prowse, what... Is West Ham doing differently this year? Did they have a, a marquee? Well, they're not, in, they're not in the Europa League conference. So that like, this time last year, they're already on the 11th game of the season or something. And, That's true. Um, so, and it was a distraction. And they did well in Europe. Come on. Um, yeah, they did. So, so yeah, I um, I don't know if they do. I mean, Paqueta is also a great player. They've got, also got that. Yeah, they've got good players. But the squad isn't dramatically different from last year, unless I'm mistaken. I, don't, right? I mean, they're not going to be up there at the end. They're going to be mid-table. Yeah, but I don't sure. But they were battling relegation were. last year. But they had injuries. Seventh is probably the highest I can see them getting. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, the year before last, That's they did really well too. <laughs> they 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 were uh, comfortably mid-table the year before that too, and I think last year's preseason 
uh, predictions, we said that West Ham could could be spoilers up there. So was it really? Do we think Europa? Just those few added Europa games, injuries, really? I think. Okay. Um, there was also some unsettled people in the squad last year. Was it Ben Rama and people who yeah. wanted out? And so, man, you could argue Declan that Rice. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have, haven't missed a beat uh, with Declan Rice. They're playing better. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I, uh, um, to me, the Brighton game was all about um, Moyes um, taking Matoma and I can't remember the right wing of, um, of Brighton, but he completely shut him down, forced Brighton to play through the middle, and Brighton just didn't have a... It was all Brighton, um, and then West Ham just clinically hit them on the break. They just funneled all of their offense through one channel, and it, they couldn't do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, it was a... So, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, good game. Absolutely. How about um? Let's look at uh Arsenal and Fulham. Drew surprise. Yeah. Well, yeah. are we or are, is it the same? I am Arsenal? a little bit. I had um, Arsenal to win by a three. I think. Yeah, you did three now. Yeah, I'm really surprised by Fulham. Yeah, especially with the first goal, like because they were a comedy of errors, though it was, and time and time again, Fulham were. I can't even say it was a high press, but the the Fulham players were up there waiting to pounce on an Arsenal mistake, and Arsenal just kept gifting them mistakes. They they you know, could but easily. Have that's been why wrong. they're known as the bottlers. It, it was it was the not a good performance. because they just throw it away every time. But Fulham made their chances count and got yeah. a draw out of Arsenal. Havert, Havertz was shit too. Well, he was shit before he went there too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They were keep in mind too. Force was also down to ten men, or Fulham was also down to ten men. Yeah. I don't know at what point in the game. I only caught bits and pieces of it, but and it was pouring rain out there too. Oh, I was hammering it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could hear the thunder over the broadcast. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. It was interesting, interesting, interesting. So we do. do are we thinking Just Arsenal? Like cricket when they have thunder. <laughs> So do we think uh, Arsenal is back to their old self and last year's success was maybe just sort of an outlier? No, I think they just need to find their groove again. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm inclined to agree. Jesus is out injured again, wasn't he? He didn't play. I believe so. So, oh. so yeah. I, didn't hurt him last year. They had death. Yeah, they did. They got goals from elsewhere. Saka played well, I thought. Um, other, than gave, other than he gave the goal away. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, good on it. How about uh, you already brought him up, but United barely winning 3-2 after going down 2-0. I know. We all had a good chuckle in the forest. Yeah. I, I had just woken up uh, Saturday morning, and the first text I read was what you put, United, and immediately ran to the television and put it on. And I was like, oh, my God. What is going on here? Yeah, um, it didn't last thanks no. to the red card, though, as well. Yeah, so. then another game with... Ten men defending yeah. against the penalty Lakers. for Fernandez, uh. <laughs> the Spider Man. I call that. <laughs> that is disgusting. Uh, let's talk about the game of the week. Everton nil, one Wolves. Ugh. Any thoughts? I believe Everton I said this last week. Find a goal. I believe I said this last week, and I may be getting this exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it. Um, God, no one did, at least not on purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's disgusting. Ever I mean, Everton just can't score. They haven't they, yet, right? They, no. Zero. Neil Mope, is it? Is that who their um, oh striker is? Yeah, he, he mops around, all right. Couldn't hit a freaking 
Bandar and Calvert-Lewin perennially injured. Um, he reminds me of Balotelli, if Balotelli had a blindfold on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think um, Sean Dyche is trying to get some uh, signings in. Um, Sean Dyche should probably just last. be on yeah. the field. But who? He won't last long enough to see signings come in. Uh, yeah, who, yeah. who would sign for Everton? Who do you think is going to be the first manager booted then? Uh, Sean Dyche. Really? I mean, can you really? Uh, it's not going to be Vincent Company. If he doesn't get out of relegation, he will be. Uh, maybe, but he won't be first. Mm, probably not first, but. Uh, right. Um, Who's the Wolves manager now? Well, they he, got I of, call him manager number 13. Yeah, they got rid of Lop, 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 <laughs> I am not a number. I am a free man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my money's on Wolves manager first. I, I got I to gotta say it's going to be Sean Dyche. And I respect Sean Dyche. There's just nothing for him to do. I'm there. calling Bournemouth manager. You think so? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've got Wolves. I've got Everton. And you've got Bournemouth. Yeah. And we only know one of their <laughs> names. <laughs> we don't know any of the other one's names. That's fine. It's on record. Um, okay. What else we got here? Uh, City and Sheffield United. That was a bit of a uh, heart stopper if you're a City fan or a Chelsea fan. I always get them confused. <laughs> um, but originally there are Arsenal fans, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> yes. And before that, probably United fans. Yeah. There we go. Ah, and there we go. Yeah, they were lucky again, guess, to get away with it. But at the same time, they had 92% possession early on. And, um, and so, yeah, it was. At the, at the end, two one um, was a, a fortunate result, but I, I always felt they were going to win that game. Yeah, of course. Even I mean, throughout the missed game, the penalty. Yeah, is he so hit the I, post? He got oh, it did. He got um, didn't he get barked at for not taking a penalty by Pep a few games ago or something along those lines? I feel like I remember that happening. I remember something like that, yeah. Yeah, was... yeah. So is he? Does he just not take penalties well? I I, I, I don't know. I, I never really misses every now and again. I, I thought De Bruyne was their first choice, but I obviously would have he's off and injured. Oh, true. And then what? Gundogan will be next, or he's gone. Silva will be next after that. Also yeah. gone. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, put the ball at Terminator's feet and hope for the best. Rodri, uh, Grealish, who got Foden. the winning goal in the 88th minute, so it, it was a nail biter till the finish there for City. But well, City, uh, what, well, United's gone the 81st minute or something though. So uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, they had a couple of close games for our Manchester enemies. Yeah, Sheffield United uh, are not as bad as everybody thought they were going to be. Um, Burnley are not as good as people thought they would be. One hundred percent. Luton are exactly what everybody thought they would be. <laughs> I know, I'm jumping off that ship. <laughs> that didn't take long. Uh, Three games in and I'm already paddling away. <laughs> See ya! <Fuck> this. <laughs> uh, speaking of Burnley, they lost uh, to Aston Villa 1-3. Um, normally, I probably wouldn't pay much attention to this game, but since Aston Villa are our next up opponents, uh, decided to put a little uh, highlight on it. But I feel like... It's really more who are Burnley than who are Aston Villa. Aston Villa, I think, since the middle of last year, we've got a pretty good idea that they're Emery's not... Emery's a good manager. He's a great manager. Absolutely. They've got a good squad over there. Burnley, on the other hand, again, the hype of them coming in because they won by so much in the championship last year really hasn't... Different league. Um, yeah, hasn't amounted to much. I think you called it that, that Burnley 
you know, everyone's like, oh, they'll be mid-table. I probably said that for all I I also think that, I think. Yeah, they'll be mid-table, lower mid-table, whatever. You said, I don't think The voice of reason over here. Yeah, I don't know about that either, but Even blind squirrels, not something more. Something about, you know. Blind squirrels right more often than I am. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. A broken broken clock is right twice at least today. Yeah, yeah. Broken clocks, no squirrels. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I don't know that Burnley, is it the talent? Because I, I, I don't know. Yes, yeah. They they had, they have players who were better than the championship. But not good enough for the Premier League. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I um, think they will win a game, and I think they'll have a little bit of a flurry, but... Yeah. They might be hovering above relegation for a while, I think. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. Especially, I don't like watching them play. I mean, it's, it's a race to the bottom, though, isn't it? I mean, in terms of... Um, Burnley, Luton, um, Everton. Everton. I was going to say, so you've got the three teams Wolves. that came up, but then well, Shef- going Shef- straight back down. Sheffield is just above Burnley. Right, I, I get it, but then, yeah, yeah. Everton, Wolves, um, uh, it's a seems to be a pretty stiff competition for a fight for the bottom three. Oh, I see what you mean. Palace could end <laughs> up down there too. Um, yeah, we said it early on, it's, it's transparent like the, uh, this way at the moment. Yeah, there's a um, top six and a bottom six now. Well, there's yeah. a top one that's very clearly Man City. So, yeah, that hasn't run, run away with it. Hey Neil, can you give us an update on our uh, what are we calling this? The oh, a little uh, the come on Redmen Cup. Come on Redmen Cup. Uh, yeah, of course you would ask for an update, wouldn't you? Um, so um, he doesn't know that. Yeah. Well, so going into this week, Nick had a um, a ban bust in seven point lead, and um, the only. Two people to get games right this week were Nick, who got the uh, Everton Wolves game right. Um, congratulations. And Tom, who got the Brighton West Ham game right. And a congratulations to you. Which, yeah, well, um, at the end of the day, uh, scores on the doors this week. Uh, Nick has 11 points, Tom 10, and Neil 9, which uh, puts uh, Nick in a uh, commanding now seven point lead with 38 points over Tom's 31, with uh, me bringing up the rear at uh, um, 30 points. So, um, so yeah, you're Don't kicking worry, our ass. Our, our arsenal, it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm very confident in your abilities to do that. Yeah, and you will remain in Spurs territory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna wrap up this episode of Come On Red Men. Tune in later this week, and we'll give you a preview of the next week's uh, upcoming fixtures.